I'm a go getter. It's the Go Getter Podcast with Jay Black. His goal is to inspire you to become the best version of yourself. Success is the only option. Go getter is all about mindset. My mindset is since I'm here, why not be the greatest ever? And it's a win-win situation. Let's say I don't become the greatest ever. I'll become one of the greats. But it forces me to grind the greatness every day. And if you want to win that life, you got to grind the greatness every day. You deserve to live your best life. The world can sleep on you, but just make sure you don't sleep on you. So I love and believe in you, and I want to take you to that next level. Put your seatbelt on. What up, world? Yeah, it's your boy J Black. Every day I'm grinding the greatness. I'm a goal getter. Let's get straight to it. I'm excited. Yeah, then I guess I got the building today. Got the three words coming again. I'm excited. Yeah, now welcome to the Goal Getter Podcast with J Black. Goal getter, what's a goal getter? I'm glad you asked. You're looking at two of them right now. I'll tell you that. But my logo sums up my message. One finger to the brain, one to the sky. So I'm saying this with the right mindset, you go to the top. I put the red check next to the brain because everything starts with the mind. They take blood, sweat, and tears to achieve goals. You're a goal-getter. I'm a goal-getter. Success is the only option. I'm going to break it down even further because the person I'm sitting next to right now has a story to tell. So I want you to understand goal-getter because he definitely is this. See, a goal-getter grinds to greatness every day, aims to be the best version of themselves every day understands that adversity is a part of the journey to success. So we embrace it. We never give up. Success is the only option. Everything about my guest today says success is the only option. So welcome to the Goal Getter Podcast with Jay Black. I definitely got to shout out my mentor program, Goal Getter Academy. I got to start off with shouting out Young King Apollo. Apollo actually took the basketball crown today. You know what I'm saying? So our Young King James, he actually is only 12. He beat everybody from all the way up to 16 years old. He had the crown for a minute, but Apollo took the crown, so he's the king of the court right now. Also, got to shout out my young kings and young queens. Our behavior rankings have uh, risen. So when I say behavior rankings, every week we do something. Now, they give me a number, 1 through 10. 1 being terrible, 10 being great. Now, goal-getter, it's a mindset. It's a way of life. So you can't just be great when you're with me. You're a goal-getter at home and school. As far as at home, it's very important for our young kings and young queens to be respectful and understand they got to be a great teammate. So with chores, I'm big on this. They already know what their chores are, so parents should have to tell them to do their chores. So I expect everybody in Goal Getter Academy to be between an 8 and 10. If anybody's below an 8, that's 100 jumping jacks. Mm-hmm. Now, we have virtual sessions every, every Monday. So 20 kids on the call, we didn't did 1,700 jumping jacks <laughs> on day. But once they realize their actions affect more than them, our numbers have went down. So we've been down to like 300. But shout out to everybody, um, your young kings and young queens of Go Get an Academy. Now, getting to my guest, LeVar Jacobs Sr., founder of Not Just October, which is a 501c3 organization that was created in 2014 to expand the knowledge and resources available to breast cancer patients, survivors, and their families. The organization is founded in memory of LaVar's mother, Kim Jacobs, who passed away in 2009. Now, I got to start off with this line because at the resource, actually, when you actually did the initial um, release opening, yes. something you said, you know, I'm big on this. He said, yes, I'm on a mission to change the world. That's okay. what he said. He didn't hesitate. He, was, he meant it. I seen the facial expression. I was there. So 
Um, I want to start off with your mindset. I want, I want you to take me back to. Um, I want to go, take me back to the day that you decided. You know what? Not just October. This is my life's mission. Well, um, after my mom passed away, I already had the idea. This was like right when it happened. I had so the you got idea. that instantly. Yes. Okay. I had it very soon after she passed away. Then, but at that time, like I said in my speech at the grand opening. I wasn't there yet. I was still like 23, 22, right. partying, having fun, living life. Right. I didn't have the maturity or focus that would be necessary for me to start this organization. But as soon as I got married, you know, my wife, she poured into me. It was just time. I knew that I was going to start something in honor of my mom. So 2009, then from there, what year did you get married? 2000, it'll be, what was that? 2014, yeah, 2014. So 2014 is when you got married, okay. Mm-hmm. And I got married in June, and not just October, I founded that in August. So. Wow, wow. So we got to pause right there, our friend, because there's a saying that, you know, um, with the right woman by your side, you can't lose, That's you know? True. So I definitely don't want to get my guy cussed out, so we definitely going to start off <laughs> by shouting out Deatra, what up, Jacobs. What up, honey? <laughs> What's going on, Queen? And I don't want to get cussed out either. Let me shout out my queen. You know, you're looking at two married men right here. Gorgeous, what's going on, baby? Where would I where would we be without y'all? Salute to oh, black no. women. Y'all are y'all super, y'all superheroes. Definitely. We lost without you. But right there, I think that's powerful to say. You know, starting just right there. So when you got married, it brought more stability to everything as far as your visions and Life everything theory. like that. Because yes. the vision was there instantly after 2000, 2000, your mom passed. When you got married. June, then August, wow, birth and not just October. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you this question. What does what does marriage mean to you? Um, marriage is like, I, I sometimes like to think of it as God's partnership. This mm. is a partnership under God. This is somebody that you love, care for. Like I will really give, I'll sacrifice anything for my wife. I, if it ever came down to it, I would give up my life so she would be fine. You know what I mean? Right. I just think um, once you actually get married under God, this is that person for life. You know, you go through different patches of marriage, but it's always evenly killed. And like, you just know this is this is it. Like, I feel like she okay. was made for me. That's dope. And I feel exactly like that. My wife is made for me. I want to know. So we we on this marriage thing. I think it's very, very important because in the black community, you know, we're not, um, it's a lot of people that shack up. You know, I think with our generation, we're definitely changing the narrative. We're seeing more black <laughs> men in our generation get married. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't mean to cut you off. Oh, go ahead. You know what's so funny? Uh, you said shack up. Uh-huh. Well, what happened was me and my wife, we were living together. Mm-hmm. And we used to go, to, well, we still go to church, but we used to go to church and we go to the word church. Pastor Vernon, every week. He kept talking about people shacking up. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, so that pressure was up. So we just like, honey, I think I think we need to, you know, do this. He's like, yeah, definitely. So then I got my job at Metro. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I told her we're going to get married if I get my job at Metro. Okay. So I got my job. I used my money from my 401k at that job, my old job, to mm. buy her ring. Mm. Um, we actually picked it out together. So I mm. didn't get to do the big... You know, proposal and everything. We kind of talked about it. She okay. Knew what was coming and everything. So, got the ring, you know, um, planned the wedding, and the rest is That's kind of funny. That's God right there. I was about to ask him, like, how, when did you know and what actually what happened? Like, when did you actually know she was it, though? Like, what happened? You was like, you know what? She, she is it. 
Well, um, I just, she was so loving. She loved me, you know, like me for me. Right. I didn't have much at the time when we first got together. Mm -hmm. So that's how I know, like, she's not with me for any fame or accolades or anything. She's here for LeVar Jacobs, you know what I mean? So right. that's what really showed me that she's the one for me because she, I, I don't like to say she pursued me, but she mm -hmm. was like, I wasn't on her neck heavy like that. Right. She actually liked me. You know what right. I mean? I didn't have to, you know, um, well, I did have to court her and everything, but this was one of the first times that the person liked me for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got to press the rewind buttons. I hope y'all grabbing that jewel right there, right? So the biggest thing he said right there is that they, you know, you got to go through something with somebody, but he said before he had anything, he didn't really have much. He's seen that she really liked him. I think one thing, big component for me, you know, um, a tough time in my life, my wife actually, she was my girlfriend at the time, but for a whole year, she got up and she had to be to work at 5.30 a.m. Mm -hmm. And she dropped me off at work for a whole year. I was like, mm -hmm. man, this year is really for me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, when yeah. came down to it, you know, because we weren't... Um... Then also, I want to ask you this question because I know you already were a father, you know what I'm saying? But it definitely is different when you're actual uh, a kid that you birthed, you know, yeah, you had yeah. together. Mm -hmm. So that whole process, what's the feeling seeing your son come out? <laughs> Well, um, actually, we, so we share the same situation. My oldest is my stepdaughter, actually. Oh, okay, you know, okay. Sam is like mom. So, um, but that firstborn, what's that feeling when that when you when you sing? Well, um, we had to go through a lot to have a baby. I don't okay. know if you saw this research and everything, but um, we had um, did in vitro fertilization and it didn't work. Okay, so we were kind of to the point where we were just doubting everything, like. We might not even have a baby. Maybe our purpose is to raise Z, who is her little cousin. That's that's um, who we have. Okay. And um, I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to have children. We did everything we could. So then um, one year later, naturally, like wow. no medicines. Well, um, vitamin, we were on certain vitamins, but... It just naturally happened. We just had a baby, and wow. it was very unexpected. Wow, <laughs> and, that's another bug guy right there. Man, this is my miracle baby. That's my say, miracle baby. <laughs> wow, like, that's crazy. Uh, and it was just, man, and he's perfect. That's <laughs> and, perfect. And he has the same skin complexion as my mom. He doesn't that's have DeAndre's or mine. Like, that's dope. What? That's dope. It's, it's awesome. That's why that's crazy. Now, not just October. That Now, you got the vision, uh, 2009, so that name. When did you get that, decide that name was? <clears throat> well, um, all year was important to me. Right. Because October rolls around, people are gung-ho for breast cancer. Everybody has their pink shirts. And, right. You know, breast cancer is breast cancer that. Then at, on October 31st, everybody folds that up, puts it back in the drawer, and nobody's worried about it. But there's still women in chemotherapy, radiation, being diagnosed, dying, you know, all year. So I'm driving the bus one day, and this is when I get my best ideas. I, right. mean, I, okay. drive, I drive the bus, so I'm thinking. Right. Stop. Right. So um, at first, I looked up the name more than October because I felt like it was more than October. But um, it was already like a website, but it wasn't about cancer. It wasn't about cancer at all. It was about something else. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't use that one. And I'm driving again. Like, we get these little 15-minute breaks most of the time. So, I'm driving again. Not just October. So, I get to my little break. I look it up. It's nothing. 
Um, I go to GoDaddy, see about the website. It's available. Mm. I'm like, okay, this is it. I think I bought the domain name that day. Right, you know, right. buying a domain name, it's like 20 bucks or something. Right. It's not too crazy. Right. So I bought the domain name. And at the time, I was still um, fresh off of like party promotion and stuff like that. Um, I have good friends that I did that with. Right. So I didn't have like a bad image or anything, but... I was probably known more for parties and things like that. Right. So I had the idea, but I told my wife, I'm like, I want you to be the face of it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I got this idea. I want you to be the face of it. This is like yours, but I got the ideas. Right. So um, I made my first post. I was, um, I made my first post about the organization. The first people that I actually told about the organization were Eric Fletcher and, um, and DJ Mr. King, Steve King. Okay. Um, we were at Garfield. I remember like it was yesterday. I told him about the start this organization. Those were the first people I told. So um, <clears throat> as thing as time went on, my wife, she wasn't on it. Like she supports me and everything, but right. that just wasn't her thing. Yeah, guys, so I'm like, you. yeah. So I'm like, okay, I got to do this. And who better can relate, <laughs> fully understand it than you? Because you've seen the whole thing mm-hmm. with your mom. And I think that's what's deeper with your situation because you know it firsthand. With these, with the people are going through, because you've right, seen right. it, definitely, so it's a deeper connection. So we gotta, um, we gotta talk about this, the Steve Harvey show, mm-hmm. the Steve Harvey show, great experience, great experience. So <clears throat> let's talk about that whole journey when you found out, like, was the whole, the whole. I want to hear about that whole process. <laughs> All right, so um, my publicist Ariel. She's amazing. She's really like my second in command. Okay, I've been hearing. Okay, so shout out, shout out to Ariel, right? Ariel. Ariel. Shout yeah. out to her. I've been hearing her name. Okay. She yeah, she's the coldest. Like okay. so, um, she pitched me to she found somebody that was a producer on the Steve Harvey show. So she did a pitch about me, sent them all my information and everything. And it made it to Steve Harvey's ear. So they mm-hmm. have these meetings, I guess, where they talk about everybody that wants to be on the show or what what's gonna be on the show. So I had to have an interview with um, the producer. So um, I didn't have Wi-Fi at the house. So it was over FaceTime. Uh-huh. So it's all it keeps breaking up. I'm uh, like, oh my god! Wow. I'm like, I'm like, please, I'm so sorry. Like, I'll call you back in ten minutes. I drove to McDonald's down the street. Wow! So, hey, <laughs> hey, right there, that's juice. All right, you hungry? You hungry? Go ahead. Drove to McDonald's. Had the interview. She was smiling and laughing the whole time. Like, everything went good. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I called Ariel. Like, I kind of feel good about it. About a week later, Ariel called. I was driving to my dad's house. She said, your boy got booked. Hey! <laughs> she, she said that's what the girl called her and said. Like, and it was a, it was on from there. It's, a, it's, it's like bang, 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 bang. Right, they, took, right. they get your flight. Um, get the hotel. They tell you what time you got to be here. They send the car. Everything. It's it's legit, man. That's some organized stuff. So what's one thing we seen? Everything he said on camera. Is something he said to you off camera? Um, he was actually asking me about um my plans for the organization. And I told him about the center, mm-hmm. and this is before the center was even a, a thing. I just always had the plan. Right. And then he was just telling me how he was raised in Cleveland, just telling me about being in Cleveland. Okay. And um yeah, we had a nice little conversation. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Now, we got to we got to talk about this. This is super super big. So, the Kim Jacobs Breast Cancer Resource Center. Yes. And you're actually the first black man 
Denver, uh, is it Ohio or is in, it it's in Ohio? But um, we're still doing research. It might be, might be in the country. Yeah, it might, might be, be in the country. country. <laughs> okay, but then this is big. This is big. So I want you to talk about the process. A lot of people have goals. Mm-hmm. There's one thing to have the vision, but to actually put action behind your words, man. People don't understand that thing. They see the end result, but like, yes, that's great. But it's a lot of it's a process. You go through a lot. So let's Definitely. talk about this. Talk about this process. Well, man. I jumped out on a limb on this. Like, okay. Like, financially, it probably didn't even make any sense. Like, we're, <laughs> I be doing that too. <laughs> we're in the middle of a pandemic. Right. You know what I mean? So, I got the actual lease of the building in December, and okay. I just opened in May. So, that's five months, basically, of paying the lease on something that I'm not even doing anything with. I'm just getting it together on the inside. Right. But it was, like, divine how it all happened. Um, once again, driving the bus. Wow, and, the bus is Chico. I'm the t- bus is Chico. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, um, it just can't. Like, I've always had the idea from the beginning exactly of how I would do it. Like, I remember I was talking to this guy. Um, it was a, a published, public, sorry, a publication called The Acronist. Okay. And we had an interview. And after the interview, I was telling them, like, I want to get a place that does this, does this, does this. And he asked me if I ever heard of Stewart's Caring Place, which I hadn't heard of it yet. Look up Stewart's Caring Place. They're doing everything I want to do. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. So I volunteered there. Great people. But um, so I'm driving the bus and I just the idea just comes because I, I love making moves. Like, I just want to keep making moves. Right. Like, I'm like, I've done so much. It's time. Like, I got to do it. So I get on um, LoopNet.com. That's the commercial property site. Okay. That's where shows you what's for lease on the commercial side around Ohio or around the country. Right. So I'm on there. Everything just looks so expensive. I'm like, okay, I got to figure this out. Um, Kim Moore had been showing me a lot of love on Instagram. Um, they have the Kim Moore Community Alliance. They like my pictures, comment on them. Um, so I'm like, I go write them like, I'm looking for a space. I would love to come to Kenmore. Is there anything available right now? Right. So the um, woman, she says, I'm going to get right back to you. She contacts me the next day. She says, I think I have the perfect space for you. And the owners might uh, come to where you want to, how much you want to pay. Because it's, it costs more. Right. But, but they actually, we met, they liked my mission. And they took it down a little bit just for me. You know what right. I mean? So that was God right there. So it just it's like everything is just happening in divine order. So I get the building, had to do some renovations and stuff on the inside, just little things because it was already set. Right. Like right. if I wanted to walk in and keep it exactly how it was, I was good. Mm. All the furniture and they let me keep all of that like it was ready. Mm. But I just wanted to put my touch on it. So I took right. some months to do that. But just um, reaching out to the community and letting everybody know that I'm coming. That's what I've been doing before it was open. Right. Just reaching out to the city council reps and things like that, letting them know what I'm about to do. Because what I'm about to do is bigger than me and it's bigger than it is right now. It's going to be huge. I right. just, I'm, This space is about more than breast cancer. This space is about more than me. It's more than my mom. Something, this is something that the whole world is going to know about. So I'm just grinding day by day. And I think it's so important what you was on. Um, the energy you put out comes back to you. It was something that you've been consistent with is putting out positive energy and definitely educate, educating the community on breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And you're doing so much for people that's um, 
struggling with this as far as families. Right. So let's right. talk about some of the things you've done in the community as far as with not just October. Oh man. <laughs> um actually it's funny. I was doing Throwback Thursday on mm-hmm. on Instagram, but I went to the bottom of my page. I went to the very bottom of the not just October page, like thousands of posts, and just saw like the growth and things mm-hmm. that we've been doing. Like so we um cut women's grass that are dealing with breast cancer. Every one year we have um it's something called the Pink Project where I link up with about four landscaping companies. And we go and totally revamp a lady's yard. I got volunteers. We all got the t-shirts on. It's beautiful. Um, we've been providing groceries for women during the pandemic, you know, because um, obviously finances might be an issue when people couldn't go to work. Kids couldn't go to school. They need lunch. They're at home now. You know what I mean? Right. So we're doing that. Wigs. I, I had an event called Wigging Out where people brought wigs and, oh, and then... I distribute them. You know, um, I have so many different events. We have paint and sips where the money in, well, the money goes to not just October and the pictures. People donate their pictures back to me and I give them the women that are battling. The mm. pictures are always something to do with breast cancer. Right. Just just little things like that. My thing is, as long as I'm active in the community, everything helps. Right. Small things. This one woman... She needed her glasses. Her prescription was more than she could afford at the time. So we got her glasses. That's why it's not limited to the programs that I provide. Right. I'll do anything as long as I can make it happen. Like if a woman calls me because she needs a ride, like I can make sure she gets a ride. Right. Whether it's me in my pink car or just a volunteer. Like we've done so much for women and I'm about to keep going. And one of the most important things that we're doing is just making sure women are up on their self-tests and their mammograms and things like that because early detection is key. That's why I like that car, the um, awareness mobile, because a lot of people see that and it makes them think like, man, I got to go check myself or, you know what I'm saying, or I got to go get a mammogram. Like so many people have reached out to me on social media and told me they got a mammogram because of me. Mm. And people have found their cancer early because of me. Mm. Actually, um, a friend of mine, his he wore one of my shirts. It has two hands on it, and then it has the exact directions on how to give yourself a self-test, right? Mm. He told me that he, was, he wore that shirt, his wife saw that shirt, and that made her test herself and found a lump. Wow. And, but found it early. So she's going to be fine. You know what I mean? Wow. I want that, the biggest thing I wanted to come on here because I think it's very important to give people their flowers while they can smell them. And you are not just changing lives, you're saving lives. So I definitely commend you, King. I want you to definitely keep your foot on the gas pedal. Something you said earlier that's very, very important to understand. I think once you understand this, it's easy for you to stay motivated. You said that, well, this mission, this vision is way bigger than me. It's way bigger than my mom. You know what I'm saying? The whole world is going to know about Kim Jacobs Research Center. And I definitely am confident that they will, because you are definitely obsessed with your vision. You determined. And something you talked about is just constantly grinding, being consistent. And once you're consistent like that, I'm telling you, everything will open up for you. And everything that even happened with the resource center, how you got it, that's just God. God is definitely, God put action behind people who actually put action behind their prayers. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's something that's very, very powerful with you. I just just was saying that yesterday on my Instagram, Mm. like... You can't sit around and wait for a handout. Like, God is going to bless you, but God is going to bless the man or the woman who 
actually put some effort behind those blessings. You know what I mean? That's right. Like, I don't expect God to just give me anything. I'm going to work. Like, I work at my job all day, you know, and then I put, I put probably about, honestly, I probably put about 12 mental hours into not just October a day. It might right. not be all physical, right. but I'm thinking about it or trying to figure out what's next. And you know I love that. Day. You know that? Go get you know it. Mindset. Mindset think about it. I'm right, right. Hey, right there. Damn, there you go. <laughs> you know? it. I love that. So give the people uh, social media information so they can stay in contact with not just October. Um, You can go to at not just October on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you On Instagram, it's the Kim Jacobs Breast Center at Kim Jacobs Breast Center. I'm on Instagram at LeVar D. Jacobs. I'm on Facebook, LeVar Jacobs. Please reach out to me. I love talking to anybody. I just, I, I can talk about this all day. Like, he's about to wrap up, but I'll shoot. I got to go somewhere else and talk more about this. I can talk about it forever. This is big. And why can he do that, right? Because he's passionate about it. This is purpose. When something's your purpose, you have no problem. You can just go on and on and on because it's your purpose. You see, he instantly lights up every time he talks about it, just like me. I love to inspire, to empower. It's my purpose. I believe I was born to do that, so I can talk all day. But the last question I want to ask you is um, give the people some principles that you live by. Um, principles that I live by. Um, I live by honesty. <laughs> I like to be honest and upfront with people. I live by, I just have a strong moral code. I don't, I don't like, I don't like to do anyone wrong. It's just important to me that um, people are done right by me, you know, overall. And I'm just very big on relationships and loyalty, like even friendships, you know, within those. So those are all very important to me. And can I talk about one other thing? Oh, yeah. Come on. Physical fitness. That's hey, health as well. And you're looking at two people that go hard. You got to connect on social media. So, yeah, talk on that. Talk on that. Um. Well, I just started my fitness journey. It'll be one year. Mm. I remember, um, so last year, remember I told you, I go to Myrtle Beach every year. And I'm, a, I'm out there. It's my birthday. I'm putting on my shirt. My stomach is looking big. I'm, on, I'm laying on by the pool looking big. Thinking like, man, I can't do this. So my friend John Morgan, um, are you familiar with the Live Your Purpose podcast? No. Okay, you should definitely check that out. Okay. But um, John Morgan, he texted my group chat. It's like three of three of us, four of us. So he texted the group chat and said, I set us up with a training session. We're about to die. As soon as y'all get back from Myrtle Beach. Right. You know, got back. Um, Delon Carter is our trainer. He actually went to high school with us. So we already okay. knew him. But um, we just weren't hanging around with him at the time. But now he's a daily fixture in our lives, you know. Right. But um, so John Morgan, Thomas Williams, Dorland Fedrick, um, those guys, we work out six days a week together. It's like mm. a brotherhood. That's and, what's up. You know, we're all seeing changes physically, mentally. It's like therapy. <laughs> we in there you talking, know enjoying it. I got to do this too. I got to shout you out too. So they brought your name up. So I had the three gents up here. Oh, okay. And okay. it's like, you know what? Really, Bar, we got, we got to give them credit. You know, we, Bar actually fanned our flames. Really uh, was the reason why we even started the podcast. Man, like for them, it was like um, Adrian, he has a great social media following. Right. And he's funny. And David Pope, right. same. And Jante. Right. And I'm like, man, y'all need to do something with this. Because I feel like social media is social media is 
a wealth of money. Like you can figure out how to monetize your following. If you're yeah. like, what's the point of being popular for no reason? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I told them, y'all can do this, and people will love it because people love you guys. You have amazing personalities. So they did it, and I think it's going well for them. It's going well. I told them, man, definitely keep watching. Yeah, we just talking about staying consistent, keep going, and you just never know how God's gonna bless you. You know what I'm saying? They're definitely uh, making an impact. I think during the they started during the pandemic, which is a tough time for everybody. Uh, they're definitely putting smiles on people's faces. Mm-hmm. And I believe laughs, uh, laughter adds years to your life. So it's very, very important definitely. to just smile as much as you can. Stay connected to people that just make you happy to add value to your life. So that's very, very important. So definitely stay connected with my guy. He gave you the social media information. You get a chance. Press the rewind button. You need to definitely listen to this interview again a few times. The audio will be available next week. Definitely go back, hit that share button. I do appreciate y'all tuning in to the Goal Getter Podcast with Jay Black. Um, I always definitely want to bring on people that definitely are go-getters, that grind to greatness every day, and that definitely are making a difference in the world. Something he said earlier is that he's going to change the world. I know you heard that with me, change the world. If you're going to think, think big. And also understand that if you're here, you're here for a reason. God gave all of us a purpose. So there's no need to hate anyone. It's enough for everybody. The thing is, you have to believe in yourself and tap into your greatness every single day. And once you have the mindset, you see earlier he talked about mindset. He says he works 12 hours a day mentally on not just October. The grind never stops. So once you lock in on your mindset, on your vision, it's over. It's over. So I love and believe in you. And always remember, always remember, always remember. Only person that can stop you is you. It's the Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. Stay excited and stay connected. www.jblackinspires.com.